I'd win a gold medal if fill-in-the-blank was an Olympic sport. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I would be a gold medalist. Hit the music. If two-bounce tennis <laughs> was an Olympic sport. <laughs> two-bounce tennis. Two-bounce two Greater tennis. than two-pump jump. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Albert Breer. Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. Plus, co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Hawley. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is all set up. We already had Sean McVay of the Los Angeles Rams, Albert Breer, talking about the Justin Fields Pro Day, setting up for the Trade Lions Pro Day two weeks from tonight. I will be sitting on the set of NFL Network's live coverage of the 2021 NFL Draft. And um, again, I had it written down here. Chris, what number draft is that for me hosting for the NFL? Okay, Network? so hold on a second. So let me do it. Is it like Matt, 11 or something? Like carry 12, the three. No, no, no. no, no. Be backed around. I think 14. it's 17. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You got it. All right. <laughs> uh, we're taking you to uh, Michael Holly and Michael Smith, brother from another, top of the hour, here as we do every day on NBC Sports on Peacock. At this point yesterday, I was introducing our first in-studio guest in over 13 months. Whew. And boy, did he just uh, make up, made up for lost time in terms of energy, in terms of content, in terms of bringing it his A-game. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. All I merely asked him at one point was like, do you miss being a... Uh, a, a Writing. Do you like the written word? He was a he was a writer and a columnist and a sports <laughs> reporter in Philadelphia before everything that we've seen him become today. And then he went off on the Dallas Cowboys for ten straight minutes, including Michael Irvin, <laughs> who he circled back at the very end to just drop the mic talking about his suits and his hair. My gosh. So of course I have to have equal time to my guy. He's my guy. He's my my man. My colleague. I love this man. So I have to give him an opportunity. He's my receiver. He's Michael Irvin here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Irv? Rich, I'm doing well, Rich. Hey, thanks for having me on again, Rich. And Rich, I watched that. That was insane last <laughs> night. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the middle. There's so much going on. And for Stephen A to spew that much just just disdain towards the fan base of the Dallas Cowboys, yes. it was, it's like a, we're in April. It was amazing to me. It was amazing. Yeah, well, he said that you uh, appearing on first take that time where you needed the towel to towel yourself off was the most fun he's ever had on first take. Number one in the history of first take is what he said. Right, right. In the midst of all of that uh, uh, thing he got for the Cowboys fans, he still had his greatest moment right there because that's the kind of energy, of course, and the kind of love we have for our team. And he's right. Rich, that was fun. That was insane. It was crazy. You know, having that moment over there. It would have not, it would have been much better if we won that game. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like he said, you know, hey, we won that game. But, but even to that, don't let him spew that. Tell my Irving, something always happened. You know, something always happened to 31 other teams. It's only one team that wins the championship. And and right now, the Cowboys, of course right now, have as good a chance as anybody to be in so far. That is true. That is true. But he says it doesn't matter. Like, I think he said yeah. 
he said that he wants you to be in SoFi or get to SoFi just so you no, can. No, no, no. He, he wants you to go to 16 and 0. have great success, yes. but then at the end, right. fall on our face. Yes. So, yeah, that, that's what he said. That, that's what he said. But, but, but he, he, he really don't even want us having that great success because he's afraid that it, well, well, he really thinks it's not going to happen. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, with Dak and Fold, and we're back, we're back to being with the defense now. Playing a defense that the players know, the scheme that the talent is. If you just give me the defense the Dallas Cowboys had two years ago, with what Dak was doing at the beginning of last year, I, I, I think the Cowboys would be in a pretty good spot. So why do you think he dislikes Cowboys fans so much, Michael, and then likes to likes to make fun of you and have fun with you, Michael? Well, why well, do you, you, think? You, you know what it is, Rich. What is I it? I mean, this thing, it, this, this is thing that has, has, has shattered everything you've done. He wrote in Philadelphia. You were talking about writing. He was writing in Philadelphia after we spank a link a bank of that booty all the time <laughs> over there in Philly, especially through the years that he was most prominent right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, and, and, and then he goes to New York and we're spank a link a bank in that booty. And, and he's there and all he hears is how great the Cowboys are and they're America's team and everywhere you go you can't escape it. If you can't escape it, then you start hating it. It's in everything he does, he can't escape it. And now his great asset that has been the Dallas Cowboys that helped him get to this place of prominence becomes a great liability because everywhere he goes, we are there. (laughs) And we make sure he knows we are there. So, because TJ, that's your theory, right? That, 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 that... You and Irv are kind of lockstep in, right? Yeah, what, your I, theory is that Irv, I feel like Stephen A. is as a closet cowboy fan because you can't talk about something as much as he does and really hate it. Otherwise, you just ignore it after a certain point, right? But you yeah, can't no, what, ignore it. See, that's, that, that's my whole point. That's my whole point. He he, he he can't ignore it. See, see, now no matter where he goes, with the fan base being so wide and spread everywhere, and and, and knows and knows about this thing that he has, everywhere he goes, it will come again. It will rise again. You know, you, you can't say like, okay, when you're in the, you, you, some places you can go and you'll say, I ain't got to worry about no Cowboy fans here. <laughs> that place doesn't exist. That's why it's America's team. And then that thing lingers over him. You see what I mean? There is no hiding from it. And when you can't hide from it, you have to learn to live with it. And when you learn to live with it, now you got to just try to always battle it. And that's what he does. That's what he does. He wishes. What he really wishes, though, is that his teams were like this. He wishes that he was on the upper hand, but he knows it's the Cowboys, and it'll always be the Cowboys, and there's nothing they can do about it. Well, his point is that, and so at one point, Michael Irvin here on the Rich Eisen Show, at one point um, he said that, you know, he suggested doing something in the Cowboys stadium. And ESPN said, well, right. we, we can't get you in there. And I think that might have been a, a COVID situation. And he said he doesn't care. He just needs a parking lot. He just wants the parking lot just so he could be there and just and just get, get in the face of all the Cowboys fans, just even in the parking lot. And I was like, well, actually, the Cowboys fans should want you there because at some point it's going to happen and they're going to want to actually see him and see him in person and give him the business oh, yeah. in person. And he said that'll never happen, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, he's already offered, 
if if we win, he wants to MC the parade and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? There there's something in that even when he's saying that he wants to MC the parade, and then he thought that that was going to be some form of satiety to me. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't. I tell you what. If the Cowboys win, what you do is put on a Dallas cowboy made outfit and come clean my whole house. <laughs> That's the bit I have with him. That's the bit we put on on his show, on his new show. Yes, you know what Stephen I mean? Stephen A's world. He MC. I said, I don't hear you MC a parade. You're going you gonna to take over Daphne's job, my girl. I'm going to Daphne, you sit down, Stephen A, and we're going to make a Dallas cowboy outfit for him to walk around there. Oh. And, and, you know, and I'm going to certainly harass him. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> You'll just drop stuff all over the place and say, pick that up. Pick it up. Clean that up. Oh, it'd be some funny uh, stuff, man. Oh, my know. God. It'd be funny stuff. And I swear if the Cowboys win, I'm going to get this thing. Oh, I'm calling my suit guy. I'm going to have this custom made for him. <laughs> this made outfit. <laughs> and he's going nowhere. It's going to cost good money, but it's going to be worth it. Michael Irvin here on the Rich Eisen Show now. In order for this to happen, let's just say this year, 2021, Cowboys pick 10th overall. I have been pounding the table, and T.J. Jefferson feels I'm doing that just to get him all riled up and mock him, but I believe this to my core, that if Kyle Pitts is added to this offense as currently constructed, and you even pointed out the mere hiring of Dan Quinn to run a scheme that is more familiar to this defense than last year's, and that might have been the issue, and you can still supplement the defense with other draft choices. If you can do that, even if it costs you a one next year to move up the six spots to go get Kyle Pitts at number four overall, the Cowboys should do that. What do you think, Michael Irvin? Man, get Kyle Pitts will be insane. The kid just right now looks phenomenal and everything you know and you always want to make sure and i hope and it's like everything that everything will translate as he moves to the nfl but i I, rich it it has to be at 10 because they need over these next few years you can't you you know you're gonna you're gonna need to stop powell that defense so he falls to 10 that's a hard getaway. Yeah, that's not happening. That's a hard getaway. That's not happening. That, that's getaway. Right, right, right. You got to go get but him. If you got to give up another first rounder to go up and get him. Uh, and, and, uh, that that that's a hard one. That that's a hard one. I I generally think you move up quarterbacks if you got a quarterback um, like that. And 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 then last year a guy fell to us that we added to that offense. You know what I'm saying? So to put that kind of resource in it, I I, I really like Sertan. I do. I really like Patrick Sertan and, and, and locking down the back end, and hopefully going back to the old scheme, help you get more pressure like you did the previous year on the quarterback, and now you got the start of something good. This is about attitude. It's about attitude, and I like the kid and, and the attitude that he brings. Well, what about Jerry being in fact? I don't love Cal Pitts. No, I know that. I don't love Cal Pitts. No, you're but being sensible. Yeah, yeah, no, that. you're being sensible. That's the sensible approach, but I don't know if that is what's called for right now. You know, as Stephen A. pointed out, Zeke's diminishing return since signing that big contract coming off of Cabo cannot be denied. I don't know how long with Dak making the coin that he's making now that you can have a, uh, well, well, a $20 million a year receiver. I'm, I'm, I'm not biting on that either. 
I'm not biting on that, too. You know, you're talking about his diminishing returns from Zeke. I'm not biting on that. That offensive line has been in shambles. Now, if you want to say that, that the offensive line has caused some diminished returns from Zeke, I, I can say okay to that. I will say okay to that, but I'm not buying into, and, and we can all, you know, Tyron, those guys got hurt, you, you know, uh, Travis Frederick, all those guys. So, so, yeah, I can buy that, but just to put all of this on Zeke, that's insane. It's insane. I, I don't think that's right. So, I, so I don't, I don't necessarily. And all of a sudden, since Zeke got that money, since Zeke got paid, now we start looking for it. No, let, let's let, let's get let's get this offensive line back healthy, or somewhat healthy, and in a better position. And then, and, and we're spreading out offenses now that we got a CD Lamb, and now you put Zeke back in a back or a healthy offensive line and a spread out offense. And, and, and you've got you're running against DBs instead of the, the 13 people they've been having on the D offensive line waiting on Zeke to run the football. They've had 13 people. Do you do you know that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Kyle Pitts would just open that thing up. You could win everything yeah, 40 would. to 20 something. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would in that sense, Rich. He would. But oh then again, here it goes, man. Oh, it, it would be. Rich, 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 it's the shiny toy. It's a hard thing. And Jerry knows offense that sells jerseys. And Kyle Pitts coming up, man, this dude, if they can use use him correctly, getting him is one thing. You got to be make sure you can use him correctly. You know, if you can get 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 out of him, what they get out of Travis Kelsey or George Kittle and that kind of stuff, it'll be incredible. It'll be incredible, but. But they need so much help on that defense. Did I see C.D. Lamb is going to tap out of the 88 club because they're letting receivers wear single digits? Did I see that? Is that true? Yeah, I saw, I saw something about that. I don't, you know, he may get a chance to go back to his number two. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to that. play out. But you can't do that. You can't tap out of the 88 club, right? Once you're in, you're in. You can't do that. Well, yeah, yeah, but but now if, if, if they draft Cal Pitts, he must tap up. We pass that thing on over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wanted him. Look at you being so sensible. Thought you got to save picks Funny. for down the road, and you got to get defense. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were laying in the weeds. <laughs> Damn straight you'd let a tight end wear 88. Yes, you would. He's a bad boy. That would be a perfect situation. That would be a perfect situation. Because we want everybody to have what they want. You know, I know yeah. I talked to CeeDee Lamb, how important he, he how much he loved that number two even before right. they put 88 on his back. So I wouldn't take any hard to that. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but. But then you what you gonna do with that eight eight? We we wanna make sure we give it to uh, the pick. That'd be Kyle Pitt. Well that thing now would be woo. Hmm. That would be fun too. All right, Irv, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, That's me dreaming. I, 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 hey, look, I, I will let you. Uh, I will let you have the same mic drop uh, as Stephen A. because he went on for like forty minutes and then and then ripped your suits and and even intimated your hair. Um, <sighs> Is not oh my God, is Rich. not real, Rich. Michael. And that you know, picture you sent me, Rich. Are you joking? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, we Did came. You show people that picture. Did you put that on air? 
Uh, yeah, there it is right there. Del uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tufo says it looks like you're giving oh us the news God. at 6. Like it's, yeah, like you're you look give, like a local news guy. You have Earth. that on TV right now. Get that off TV. Look, we welcome you to the Ball Brotherhood, Irv. We, we would welcome you, but I, I don't think, oh. oh my gosh, there it is again. Now you're on the phone. Uh, but here, it's, our, it's, it's your identifier for the moment. Um, but Listen, you know, yeah, Irv. What? I would certainly, I would certainly. I, I, there's nothing fake or, or no wig about my head. But if my head went bald like that, I would certainly put on a wig. You know, ain't no doubt about it. I would certainly put on a wig. <laughs> you know, there's no question, man. Stephen, Stephen, hey, man. You know that now. This the kind. This this the situation, uh, TJ, where Stephen A. You know wishes. Mm-hmm. So, so this that envy thing right here. The Cowboys, it's some real hate in there because what he had to endure his whole life. <laughs> but, but when it comes to this hair thing, oh, I'll stop playing now. Y'all stop playing. Hey, Eric, I want to let you know I had nothing to do with that, man. I'm like, put some. This is a three time Super Bowl winning champion we got coming. So on. what? I he got three rings, for multiple Emmys, and I look like this. Hey, but that's so the Super Bowl. This is Michael Irvin. This is the playmaker. How dare we we I disrespect work hard, him? Man, I wake up every morning. Wow. I'm working out. I work hard. What side are you on, TJ? Like, <laughs> it just looks funny with the, with the hair going like that. It just don't look right. It just does look right. Well, I mean, he went with the suits too, and that's your that's your calling card. I mean, we all have calling cards, so I, I mean, he really went all. I mean, we were like, "Wow, okay, forty minutes in, and then he just dropped that mic." Cut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so just to um, y'all know, I love Steve Day, man. That's my dude, man. I know he felt the same way. So just to recap, to recap, um, you know, Stephen A is jealous. <laughs> um, about the Cowboys' success because it ruined his time in Philadelphia, and he's from Hollis, Queens, and you... I forget, what's the phrase that you use that you hit them in the behind or something like that? I forgot what you said. Spackalaka? Yes. Yeah, 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 however I said it, you know, that's what we did. You know, everything <laughs> right. is really coming from our, uh, our, our upbringing. And just think about that upbringing. Yep. And then, all he's been doing. He heard it all his young life, and now he's in the business and hearing it all life. And they can't have a show. They will not have one first take without a cowboy topic. Without that, a cowboy topic. How many sure. first takes have they gotten through without an Eagles topic, a Giants topic? How many? On planet. They never got through one without a cowboy topic. <laughs> so they love, they love having the Cowboys' name in their mouths on first takes. So that's number one. Number two is the Cowboys can win it this year. They 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 – defensively, Patrick Sertan, you like him a lot. They should stay there. They shouldn't give up anything for Kyle Pitts. But if they do, give him 88 <laughs> if C.D. Lamb wants to tap out on 88, right? That's the... you have summed this up perfectly. Okay, I mean, right. perfect. okay very good. Um, very good. And your hair is real. And Stephen A. is jealous of that, too. Yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that takes a nice chunk out of the pie. Very good. Okay, so Jerry Jones has chimed in as well. Very good. All right, Irv. Love, love you. We'll chat soon. That's very good how you've intertwined all of this, man. My job. You know that. You know that. We sit across from each other. Great job, Eddie. A great job, man. But as Stephen A. said, I said on that show, some Dallas Cowboys will be looking so fine and so fine. I'm just letting you know, buddy. Yes, indeed. We Mike, shall be there, too. Michael Irvin, everybody. Round of applause for my... Uh, playmaker. The playmaker. Love you. Take care, Irv. Hi, buddy. No, yeah, it's Michael Irvin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I texted him the uh, photograph oh. of 
uh, of him without hair in the commercial break. Is that on TV right now? (laughs) Take that off. Take that off TV. There it is. Oh, you're wrong. Coming up, the local news from Des Moines with Michael Irvin. There's Michael Irvin. Live, local, and light breaking. <laughs> this is Channel Seven Albuquerque. There you go, very good. <laughs> Michael Irvin, Champ Irvin here. Champ Irvin. <laughs> Champ Irvin. All right, we'll take wow. a break. The dreaded unwritten rule of baseball that was violated with a perfect game on the line too. Wow, we'll talk about that. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. One thing I, I love about you, Steve, is when you host Family Feud, you get a, you you realize that there's a moment that is happening, and you make a meal out of it. Like you, as a host, know we got to stop here, and we have to acknowledge just how insane this moment just yeah. is right now. And one of my favorite ones, just like that, involves Stefan Diggs of the Minnesota Vikings when he was playing for the Fast Money, and it was leave it blank. And he said, in. And the whole place went absolutely nuts. And you just stepped away. Yeah. And just made an absolute five-course meal out of that. Because we have to drink this moment. Yeah. See, sir, I don't see Stefan Diggs. Look, man. If you got your helmet on you, your number, we all know who you are. Once he takes the helmet off, we got to kind of figure who that is. So he didn't have his helmet on. I wanted him to be YouTube famous for the rest of his life. Because what's great, man, that these, you know, we do a lot of NFL, NBA shows on Family Feud for celebrity. Right. It's great, man, when regular people discover that celebrities 
don't know nothing. <laughs> they don't. You think because a person is famous, they know more. They actually know less. Yeah. <laughs> they know less than anybody else because they're exposed to less. Rich people don't know how much milk costs. You get out of touch, man. And when they come on Celebrity Family Feud, you find out how out of touch they are. They don't know anything, man. <laughs> like, one of the questions for the NFL team was, yeah. and we were asking a guy running back for the Packers, uh, can't think of his name, but the question was, complete the sentence. Strip, and you spoke, you know, like strip mall, strip, strip poker, strip sack. Strip sack. I said, name, complete the word strip. He said, per. <laughs> strip her. I went, hold on, man. I quit breathing. <laughs> How is that your point of reference to complete the word strip? Per. P-E-R. That was it. I was done. That was one of my great moments. And he, again, you just walk away. And you just, you realize it in the moment, like, okay, this is it, and I'm going to let this thing go. Hey, after the I show, he asked me, he said, Steve, is there any way we can edit that out? <laughs> I said, sir, we're not editing that out. Matter of fact, we're going to embellish it. <laughs> You're going to say purr so loud. Purr. Purr. Oh, purr. my gosh. Steve Harvey, one of the funniest men on the planet. Er. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. That was so much fun with Michael Irvin. Just uh, tremendous. Tremendous. Um, so, <clears throat> Michael, oh yeah, Michael Phelps. There's a, uh, a new documentary, three-part documentary series, a Peacock original, Medals, Memories, and More. Man damn near with 30 gold medals in the case in advance of the Olympics, which is now 99 days from today. Peacock streaming right now, a Peacock original. Michael Phelps, medals, memories, and more. That was fun yesterday when we came up with, I don't know if that was the idea that NBC Sports had. Hey, can you help us promote the Olympics? Like, let's talk about hey, the Olympics. Hey, why don't you guys sport. do this? We, the three of us, me, you, and TJ, came up with uh, fake stuff. And, and Del Tufo's like, I'm great I'm at DJing. In. I would have been a gold medalist if <laughs> I was a D, if DJ. If DJing was a sport, go big tennis go is a sport. I said two-bounce tennis. Two-bounce. Right. No, there are no driving sports. For the Olympics, right? I don't believe so, no. Uh, technically, I guess the only driving sport in the Olympics would be bobsled or luge. Bobsled, there is a wheel inside. Right. And so, luge, yeah. you have, to, you you have to steer in a way, kind of like right? Feet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I let my kids know what luge is thanks to Cool Runnings. Let them know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like bobsled with no sides. <laughs> yep. You know, it's insane. And then, what was your Olympic sport that you'd gold medal in? I'd be the very sport? best in the world at using. Yeah, was it gifts using gifts as, as text? text exactly. exactly. This is good. That's a good and one. Del Tufo's like, I would be the best DJ in the world. Yeah, the Phelps of DJing. I said. So when you did the promo for Phelps, I thought you were talking about Mike. Yeah. It, it should be Michael. We have the same first name. Oh just to change it to D. We're good. So <laughs> check that out on our on our feeds uh, at Rich Eisen Show. It's all out there. <laughs> Unwritten rules of baseball. Boy, when they get broken, people get so pissed off. Ninth inning last night, Carlos Rodon of your Chicago White Sox has got a perfect game going. Roberto Perez, a man stands at a plate. It's time for what? Individual achievement. 
Nice. 0-2 pitch on the way from the left-hander. It's a slider that gets away, and it slides so far it hits Perez atop his shoe. And Perez doesn't move out of the way. Doesn't even, like, lift his left foot. Just go, oh, got to get out of the way, which is what every single human being would normally do (laughs) if it was the second inning, it was the fifth inning, or what have you. But here it is. Not a single batter had reached base against Rodon. And then the ball hits him on the top of his foot. Blows up the perfect game. Radon does get a, uh, a no-hitter on top of Joe Musgrove's no-hitter, too. First one in 52-year history of the Padres just a few short days ago. It's very rare to see two in such close proximity. Two in April, man. That's right crazy. Right in April. So congratulations to Rodon. Unwritten rule of baseball. Shame on Perez. I'm like, well, personally, I'm sitting here thinking... Don't throw it at his foot. I will I'm say, I was, literally sitting there thinking watching that. The, were you watching it's any of this? entirely up to the home plate umpire to basically say, you didn't move, it's not a hit-by-pitch. As a matter of fact, let's move on. You're out. You know? I, was, I mean, I was tuning in last night. On. Rodon was throwing hard still in the ninth, mid to high 90s. He had blown him kind of away with some yeah, high fastballs early at that. Like, why are you throwing that pitch 0-2 to begin with? Throw some high cheese, get him out of there. What do you think? Should he have moved out of the way? Eh, I would have liked to have seen an effort. It's not as bad as bunting. At least he didn't try to lay Why? down a bunt or something. Well, you got to get on base. But it's eight to nothing. You're not winning. Dude's got a perfect game. Just get out of the way. There's only been 23 perfect games in 140 years of baseball. Oh, he should have gotten out of the way of a pitch. <laughs> I don't think he was thinking about that. At the moment. I don't, I don't understand. Well, he later said Perez he, goes, oh, I didn't realize the perfect game. How do you I, not know? Come I, on I, I thought maybe he had a no-hitter, but. That's that. Yeah, come on, that's bro. worse than not getting out of the way of the pitch as far as I'm concerned. The lame excuse. Own up it's to not the fact a lie. Yeah, nice. If you believe it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting that I'm up every single, um, every Every three innings, it's really odd that I'm at the same position in the batting order of the same inning, the number of same number of outs every time I come to the plate. I've only been up twice. That's really strange. And uh, the ninth inning, I I already see these games. It's 162 of them. They they bleed together. You know, like I thought. I thought like the guy that was on base two days ago was the guy that was on base tonight. My bad. He's a catcher who you, as you know is very well attuned to every pitch and every single like. If there's anybody that knows. Or can try and outthink a pitcher. It's a catcher. There's a reason why catchers become managers. Yeah, it's true. I mean, own up to it. Yeah, I didn't move out of the way. So what? So don't throw in, don't throw a ball at my feet. Right. I'd have a little more respect for him if he just came out and said that. Right. That one. That, that one outrages me more. Still a great performance, Rodon. Great story. Don't throw. It is a great story. Twenty-eight years of age too. Yeah, he right. was the number third overall pick a few years ago. He's had shoulder and Tommy John surgery on a one-year deal with the White Sox. Boom, no hitter. He's been awesome this year. I have him in fantasy. That's how I know that. So. <laughs> Day game after night game today in, in Chicago. So Perez is not in the lineup. Do you think he gets one uh, next time? behind him? Next time they, they play the White Sox? Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Well, it's it, look, I don't know. I mean, I, I would do it if I was pitching. Well, the, but the whole thing is it's not a pitcher. It's the manager, and I just don't know if they've got the right old school manager. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm told <laughs> it's Tony La Russa. Okay, the same guy who's still pissed at me about breaking the Mark McGuire retirement story 20 years later? <laughs> that guy? Okay, so he 
That guy doesn't forget a damn thing. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah. We're through one inning. of baseball gets broken against Tony La Russa. Well, we're through one inning in Chicago, and Lance Lynn has a perfect game. Is he really? (laughs) Are you you pulling a Chris Rose? You said he was live tweeting the perfect Chris game Rose, last night. By the way, Chris Rose did it again after the first inning today. Well, of course, he's going to do that. I mean, he's having at a fun around time the fourth it. inning. Chris Rose was like, "Rodon has a perfect game going. I really think he's going to do it." Did it every inning until the end. Damn straight would have been perfect if he did not. <laughs> so, so it's Chris Rose's fault that the ball yeah. hit Roberto, that Perez well, did Chris not get Rose, out of the out of the way. Diehard Cleveland fan, as we know, right? Yes, I, I I put half the blame on Chris Rose and half the blame on Perez. Jim Joyce, I think, was trending at one point right. last night too. No, it's a good thing at least Cooper and I and and Xander and the uh, and Taylor in the uh, fantasy league that we're doing together. We don't have Zach Plesac, who gave up seven and one third of an inning last night. I, 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 I oh, at any rate, uh, I I just think don't throw it at the feet and the umpire. Can the, ump, can the umps are, are the umps going to have a conversation with each other and say if you don't get out of the way of a pitch, if you do not make an attempt, you're out. You lean in, you're out. That's now twice. We've now have seen two of these situations come up and two no-hitters. Right? It's already been an insane month of baseball. It has been. And, and it's only the April 15th. And now the fact that fans are back in the stadium, we're seeing stuff like that moment where Freddie Freeman home run yeah. hit to a Philly fan was given to a Brave fan, right? And we've also we also saw, I do believe, last night, uh, a Dodger fan catching a Justin Turner home run with with his bowl of nachos. <laughs> Missed these moments. It was incredible, actually. Did he catch it or he caught it? He caught it with the nachos. They explode. And, 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 and he wore the the. He Chiefs. wore it. They immediately brought him a new bowl of nachos, oh, and then later nice. in the game, they brought him a sweatshirt because hey, his jacket got ruined. Look at that! It looks like a Jackson Pollock painting yeah. on his front. <laughs> Yeah, Turner's tweeting about it. Hilarious. Oh, Justin Turner sent him new nachos, huh? Yeah. I love it. I'll just say this uh, also uh, about the Dodgers. A friend of mine uh, who I know, who's got some very nice seats, got an opportunity, and I'll say this. I'll tell this story. Got an opportunity because he's, you know, a, a longtime season ticket holder to buy a replica World Series Dodgers ring. Whoa. As close to the real McCoy as the real thing. He showed me the email, and it's beautiful. You want to guess how much the ring was? Replica? It's not the full thing. Like, they're not going to sell to a fan. But you... 25. 25. What is your guess? 25. TJ? TJ's, he's not I'm paying. Gonna, yeah, I'm paying attention. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's probably about 75. I, it, it's a friend of yours. Now, hold on a second. Be careful because the way you play this right now yeah, is a window into whether we think you did well <laughs> and the price is right. Oh, that's true. Here we go. Okay. I say so. Like, be ca- all right. So be I say careful one, here. One dollar then. <laughs> so twenty five thousand one. Oh, come on. <laughs> I want twenty five thousand one. I think twenty five. I think I say twenty five thousand one dollar. He wins. Closest to actual retail size. Thirty five thousand dollars is the ring. Did he do it? Well, hold on a second. He did not. Oh, but the yeah, thing. Can the I do thing, it? Dude, it's thirty five thousand dollars. But the thing that I'll really caught his eye is that. 
it was offered to him for the price of $35,000 plus fourteen ninety five for shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the email, like plus shipping? Oh, my God. Get out of so here. The, <laughs> wouldn't you think? I want that uh, hand delivered by, like, Magic Johnson. I mean, <laughs> like, cost. Sig- no signature it cost is like, That's how on. much it is. And you've got to pay for the shipping. Oh, my God. COD? Like, what are we doing? I get that, though. Hey, man. It's a box. You you know what it probably is? It's probably some sort of liability. If if you're sending something that expensive, it's going to be on you to, you know. It's more than 14 bucks, though, for 35. They couldn't hook up the FedEx number But you'd have to think, like, Mary Hart's all over that, right? Oh, yeah. Or some of the people that, you know. Because it's been since 1988, Dodger fans, and they're, you know, and they. Bateman, Rob, we didn't even talk about Mookie Betts homering in his first game in front of Dodger fans. Oh, they're going to love him. Just a bomb. 74 years ago today, as well, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Yes, indeed. Yep. Absolutely, man. 74 years ago today, baseball changed. I just saw a crazy stat, too. Uh, We're showing the picture of the famous one of him stealing home. Stealing home. He attempted 31 steals of home in his career. Yeah. Safe 19 times. 19 19, out of 31. 19 for 31 stealing home. That's insane. One of the best UCLA stars, too, by the way, in the history of UCLA as well. I just played how, football. Well, he, I was saying multiple sports. Multiple sports, yeah. I know. I love how the entire league changes their number for the day. To yes. me, that's probably the coolest cool. like tribute that you can have. Your number's retired, but there's a day where everybody wears your number. I mean, that's, that's incredible. And this is uh, year two or year three where Mariano's not the only one who's um, grandfathered in to keep allowing to wear his number. He was the last major leaguer, I think, to wear 42 as Mariano Rivera. Because yeah, they retired yeah. his number yeah. while Mariano was still active. And well, He's in the hall, right? And think so about, and think about that. The, the greatest reliever well, of all time. I know. He was, was the last one to wear 42. Man. I know. Also, Rich, Thank eight, you, Jackie. eight years ago today, David Ortiz. This is our effing city. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's right. That was just uh, after the, just uh, after the, uh, the, marathon, the bombing, the marathon, marathon bombing. bombing. Is today um, well, it's, marathon day? When's it's always on a Monday, so it's, okay, it's, so it's this coming, this coming Monday. Monday. Yeah. Okay, cool. My mom told me, and again, she's, you know, she's the now uh Was this a Sandy family, Koufax story? No, gosh, no. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> no. What an idiot. <laughs> No, 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 it, it's it's because, you know, my parents were they stopped following sports when the Dodgers moved out of Brooklyn. Right. So um, she told she was told me years ago and she swears to this day that Jackie Robinson created split screen television. What? That, yes. When Jackie Robinson got on first base, they went, they really? went split screen he was because he steal. Let's see what his lead looks like. Oh, that's awesome. Like it was that exciting that split screen sports TV created because Jackie Robinson, when he got on third, when he's on third, yeah, and he's on first, he's on second, they had to keep a camera on him when he was on the bases to see what he's going to do. I did not know that. 19 of 31 stealing home. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable, man. To even attempt it more than once or twice. <laughs> and I think the, the remarkable thing is, you know, I remember hearing stories from my grandfather. Like, for as good as we're th- saying Jackie Robinson is right now, 
apparently Jackie Robinson wasn't even like the best guy that could have been the first. Oh gosh, you want to so talk about major leagues? Oh my man, goodness, like some gracious. of those guys oh, could. Please. Oh. It's, no doubt. it's mind-boggling. But he was in terms of obviously he what right he endured right and what time. he had yeah. what and what he did and um and what he became. He was the perfect guy. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a break. Michael Holly from Brother from Another will join us to help us take him to his show. Right here on BC Sports on Peacock and this Rich Eisen Show Radio Affiliate. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. Where did the nickname Showtime come from? Uh, it was my godfather, Troy Hawkins. Him and my dad, but really him. Every, they, they would watch me play, and I would make the diving plays and stuff like that in baseball. And they said it, it, that I was always – it was Showtime when I was on the field. And so they always used to call me Showtime, especially my godfather, LaTroy. LaTroy Hawkins. That is a name I have not heard in a while. Yeah, but yeah. That's a Minnesota Twins connection with your dad, right? Yes, Pretty yes much sir. Right? He, uh, he came up a little bit after my dad, and my dad kind of took him under his wing, I think. And then LaTroy ended up having a great career where he played, I think, 21 years in the big leagues. I mean, he played forever, it seemed like. And uh, he, I've, I've stayed in touch with him forever. He still comes to a lot of my games, even now. And uh, he, he's been someone that uh, has been a great, another great mentor for me. Okay, Patrick. Um, look, I appreciate you calling in here greatly. And I appreciate the text exchange that I had with you the other day <laughs> where you were gentle in rejecting my suggestion to give you a new nickname of the patrol. I really appreciate that, Patrick. <laughs> it, was, it was a good idea. I, mean, I just kind of 
was playing down the nicknames as much as possible as I, uh, at that point. So it's okay, great. So you're saying you're <laughs> saying it works for you. No, 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 hold on a second. You you're saying that it's not a judgment on the actual creativity of the nickname. It's just you attempting to be humble, tamping down any of the accolades right now because you're focused on winning. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I mean, just for me in general, I mean, it's it's all about the football. It's all about the team. And so I know that the nicknames are a cool thing to do with the social media and everything that's around right now. But uh, for me, it's all about just being a, a teammate and someone that's just a part of this organization and a part of a team that wants to win. So if you had an ego, let's just, let's just again, let's put it in a box here. You have an ego. You don't care about being humble at all. You're just, you're just pounding your chest. Nickname of the Patrol. Do you like it? <laughs> be honest. Uh, be honest. I don't know. I've had so, there's been so many nicknames that have came out lately, and uh, I'm just going to kind of keep it at just Patrick right now. You're being polite. I like it. <laughs> oh, you're being. Yeah, thank you, though. I appreciate it. That was fun with uh, Patrick Moe. Hey, man, I tried, um, and I failed miserably once again. I'm going to give up that ghost. <laughs> I'm going to give up that ghost. Until someone else and, and named Pat or say, Matt comes I will just say, I will just say to all the Pats and Mats of the world, I'm waiting for you. Show up, shine out, and see if you deserve it. That's right. I haven't even done that yet in the drafts in two weeks. I haven't looked at the draft to see if there are any worthy Mats or Pats. We'll have to check that out. Belichick met with the media today? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we got. I don't know if we got this down in time, but. <laughs> well, I mean, because you know, we've got a Belichick whisperer coming up in a second, pretty much. Hopefully, we can here on the Rich Eisen show. Michael Holly, uh, a brother from another, along with Michael Smith, top of the hour, right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, uh, joining us here on this Rich Eisen show radio and TV broadcast. How are you, Michael Holly? Rich, I'm doing great. How are you, my friend? I am well. I am well. So you wrote the book, Belichick and Brady. Belichick hasn't met with the media up in New England in quite some time. Um, so what did he say, Chris? What, what happened? Can you, know, you paraphrase it? It, it, was it? Just, it was just how he started it. Someone was like, hey, Bill, how's it going? He's like, oh, pretty good. How about you? And the reporter goes, yeah, no complaints, no complaints. And Bill's like, oh, well, that's good. We don't want to hear him anyway. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> He's he, a little Bill Belichick, uh, two drink minimum. Tip your tip your waitress or waiter. You know, I like it. What He's do you got think? That in him sometimes. He definitely sometimes does. He does. I know. Sometimes you. I'm sure you've talked to him. Oh, yeah. Away from the the media scrum, a very enjoyable conversationalist when he's in the mood when he when he wants to do it. I remember working with the guy Rich uh, on the radio. Yes. Uh, I won't say any names, but uh, it was his first time talking with Bill Belichick. First interview. Oh, boy. Oh, so no. Belichick was great. I mean, telling stories and jokes and being expansive on every question. Uh-oh. And uh, the guy after the interview said, you know what? Uh, I, I think I figured it out with Belichick. You know, this is what you got to do. You got to <laughs> approach him. You got to approach him this way in the interview. I said, listen, you have no idea. It's Belichick is playing the game. We're, it doesn't matter what we do. If you ask a dumb question and he's in a good mood, uh, he'll, he'll make you sound like the smartest interviewer ever. And you could have the most thoughtful, most well-researched question. And if he doesn't want to play the game, he's just not going to do it. And, of course, the next week, 
He was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, Michael, you could have told him a story about how Marino went to the Super Bowl his first shot and then never went again. Like, that's pretty much what that's it right. was. Like, you know, think that's it's going to happen all the time, and then it never happens again. You know, I mean, we're not re- we're not reinventing the wheel here. Okay, we just we do what we can, and we hope uh, that all the interviewees are are in a decent enough mood, and they make us look good. I mean, that's the that's the reality of it. Right, right. Michael Holly here on so the Richard. Belichick is actually he's actually pretty good. You know, I I always tell people like he's he's game planning most of the time. He's game planning when he's doing these interview sessions because he would tell his players. Hey, why, why don't you guys, if you really want to take your preparation to the next level, watch the opposing, um, watch the opposing coaches interview as part of your, you know, study film, just like you always do, but watch the opposing, the opposing coaches interview and they will probably give you something that you could use in the game. So all those guys used to do it. Yeah. Richard Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, uh, Ty Law, Mike Vrabel, they'd watch the opposing coaches interviews. And they, they, they always felt like they got something that would help them during the game. Love it. And so what? that's why Belichick, that's part of the reason he's so protective. And the other reason is, I maybe just don't like the media that much. Well, no, I, 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 I think he just he knows it's part of the job or whatever. I just don't know. I can't wait to see, you know, some of the sound bites that come from it or that were somebody's going to ask him, hey, you're thinking of trading up for a quarterback? <laughs> and that'll be great. Um, I can't wait to hear what that response is going to be because that's basically like saying, you know, so how do you think you're going to do against that opponent? You know, like what? let's talk about injuries. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly the type of thing that he won't, you know, give much quarter to. But there was also a free agency period that it was unlike any other for New England. So I, I can't wait to... See what he has to say about all that stuff. What what's uh? Do you go do you guys it. have uh, Rich Eisen swag that you give away, like T-shirts, sure we bumper can. stickers? What do you need? <laughs> so well, no, no, not for what me. What do you I, need? It's, it's not for me. I think of others. Okay, I'm thinking of others, not myself. Uh, somebody who can guess what Bill Belichick will say ah. to those questions. You know, maybe they get a T-shirt. For example, my guess is, hey, we're just trying to do what's best for the team. Uh, we're just trying, you know, we're trying to do what's best for the team. Or, hey, the draft, uh, you know, anything can happen in a draft. There are a lot of good players out there. That's right. <laughs> uh, we just, we're trying to prepare. We're trying to do our homework. You got to prepare for the whole draft. <laughs> you know what? We should do this. We should do this. We should, you know, when the pandemic's over, go to one of those press conferences and then uh, have fans predict what the answers are. And if they're right, have one of those T-shirt guns just, boom, just fire them into the stands. <laughs> you know, is. like. <laughs> and just just fire him in there. You get a T-shirt like Oprah. You get a T-shirt. You get a T-shirt because he's not going to answer any of those questions. So I like Sorry, that people idea. Love, well people love free stuff, Rich. Keep that in mind. They love it, free stuff. Well, Even I, if it's, I mean, it could be worth $2.50. It's free. Please. It's good. Every single day I look past the camera at my audio executive, my sound guy. He's wearing free stuff literally every day. Did you pay for an, anything that's that you're wearing, Mike, at all today? Your hat, your shirt, your, your <laughs> zip-up. My, okay. my Under Armour that's, shorts, I basically. That's the only. That's the only Sneakers item of clothing. Sneakers are Under Armour from the combine. Okay, yeah. so everything that's Jacket. visually uh, <laughs> yeah. we could see on Shirt camera right that. now yeah. is something free. that you got for nothing. Hat, yeah, free ninety nine. No, I paid the hat. Okay, you paid for the hat. Yeah, I got two. Good. Yeah. It looks good on you. So, uh, what is your rundown looking like today? Tell me what's on, brother from another, with you and uh, Michael Smith, Michael Holly. Well, we got, got a special guest today, and you can appreciate this uh, as a man who has run the forty, who has been out there. Mm. Uh, 
uh, in the trenches, uh, mm. Rich Eisen. Mm. Uh, we've got a guy who knows how to really run the 40, Kyle Pitts. He's uh, going to join us today. Uh, and I may ask him for some tips on well, like, here's how a, he... Here's the thing, Michael, and you, you know, could bring this up level. because we had him on Monday, and there was the that's the only thing I did not bring up with him because I kicked the tires on whether he's spoken to the Cowboys. Spoiler alert, he has... What about the other teams? He's talked to pretty much everybody, and he could not have been more uh, uh, impressive in in bringing his professional A game. And we've seen what he is on the field. I, I mean, like, uh, uh, he had me at hello, literally, figuratively, the whole thing. But, you know, to be very honest with you, as somebody who's run a bunch of 40s and know what they're not supposed to look like, forget about the time, he was zigging and he was zagging. Like, literally, if he ran straight, he could have run a f- – Four three, and maybe even threatened that. He did not have a good start. He was all over the field, and he still dan- he still ran the Moses Malone. So, um, huh. so I I don't know if I take any I take any uh, tips from him. Uh, I'm literally critiquing the technique of somebody who ran a four four forty at that speed and is a gold jacket talent because I am an authority on it. I'm not ex- I'm not I'm not good at it. But I'm an authority on it. Yeah. I'll say that. You know what? You just gave me my first card. I, I think that's the whole interview. I think I'm going to share that with him. Please. Like, look, he knows I know it. a lot of people he, are giving you credit Michael, for your 40 time. He, he knows Rich it. Eisen. He knows it. He knows he zigged oh, no. and he zagged. He absolutely knows he could have done better than but what he posted. But you tell him that? But you didn't tell him that. I didn't because we were too stuck on me trying to find out what he, uh, w- w- whether he thinks he's going to be a cowboy or not because I think that would blow the entire roof figuratively off the draft if that happens. That's what hmm. I'm trying to think. see. You know, that would be huge. Okay. So, well, I'll I'll get back to you. I'll let you know what he says when I tell him that Rich Eisen was very critical. And I, you know, I'm going to play it up, Rich. It, it, listen, don't take it personally. <laughs> I'm going to say, you oh, know, Rich gosh. Eisen was really angry. He was angry <laughs> about the way you ran the forty. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really hostile. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, tell him, hey, tell him he's ruining it Kyle for the rest of us. Comfortable listening yeah. to him. He's ruining it for the rest of us. That's what you can do. Go for it. Totally smear me. So, Not uh, a problem. Thanks for so being on, Kyle Michael. <laughs> we, got, okay. we got Kyle Pitts. Yes. And we got uh, Chris Sims, as usual. Chris oh, great. Sims, I love him, especially Terrific. this time of year. Chris Sims knows. He knows that wasn't his best 40. He knows it. And so does Kyle. So all we're right. just spitting truth, Michael. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so You always do. Thanks don't for, disappoint. Thanks for the call. We'll do it again very soon. Michael Much Scott. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. There you go. Michael right. Holly, everybody. Brother from another. Kyle Pitts. On that program. Very good. <laughs> Rich Eisen, really upset with the way you ran that 40. No, time. I'm not at all. But no, that's I, I, how it's the gonna one get thing told, I was going to bring up to him, and, you know, um, I don't think it's going to cost him. No, I'm saying that's how it's going to be presented to Kyle Pitts, uh, apparently. Oh, fine with me. Because he knows it. He was zigging and zagging. He was all over the place. Oh, okay. You don't want to be all over the place. You but need he, to look up. That's right. what I'm told. I'm, I'm not good at it. But you've read more 40s than any of us, so... I know, I know. Oh, we have the Belichick sound? Please, go go ahead and uh, roll it. Let's do that in the minute we have to go. I can't wait to hear oh, this. How you doing? Good, Dan. How about you? <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. Uh, That's good. We don't want to hear him anyway, so... <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> he said it with a smile. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> Again, don't like to hear the truth. Sometimes you think that person doesn't have any standing in which to tell that person the truth. That's a fact. We don't want to hear the complaints. We don't want to hear. Absolutely, don't want to hear complaints. But he said it with a smile. There There it is. Little smile. Hasn't shaved either. He hasn't shaved. 
He's got some scruff. He's got some scruff going on. Down on the boat. Nike came off. I just came off of 19 rings. I want to hear your complaints. Exactly. I just came off of 19 rings and somebody with a bat, a boat's two pump chump nearly hit my boat. <laughs> That'll wrap it up for this show. We'll see you oh, on man. Friday's program. It'll be great. I'll tell you who's on it before we take you to brother from another. We'll see the radio on Friday.